Yeah, we're recording, bro. Oh, Lord. Like, what are we doing? I love podcasts that start out <laughs> like this. Like, like, do you ever listen to podcasts and it just starts with people talking about a crazy conversation and then someone's like, are we recording? And you're like, yeah. I no. <laughs> really? I never. I love those Never do I listen to that. <laughs> this is what it's like, man. <laughs> I, I normally cut this part where it's just like we're talking about nonsense. Isn't that all we do? Well, no, the first part before we tell tell everybody what's going on. Oh, what yeah. if you kept it in? I don't know. It'd be crazy. If you what if I did? It. It'd be crazy if you did. So we could just like start like right now. So you're or saying later. we should keep the first like? I'm saying we keep this in right now. And like all the stuff. And then before. we just do the intro right now. So, we just go right so in. like I say, I'm Kevin. I mean, you could do that. And I'm Bryn. <laughs> David's hating this. Hates it. I, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> My whole, like, groove's been thrown out. <laughs> we really thrown him off. Oh, man, this is about to be a train wreck. My whole mind just... <laughs> <laughs> we just melted his brain. <laughs> My little just. You want to read you the intro? Brain. We'll do an intro for you, just for you. We, you I mean? say we just keep this part in, but we still do the intro. <laughs> normal, right? <laughs> just for David feels at home. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Your face is so red. He's, he's like legitimately. There's something wrong with this for him. He's, just, <laughs> he's legitimately thrown off his game. I've never seen this. David. Yeah, he stop. Boom! 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 I'm so tired. Did you just crack a can on the mic? Yeah, what yeah, the heck is this episode? episode? Uh, this is episode four. Oh my gosh, we've been doing what this kind of forever? That's Whoa. no. Now we gotta cut it. Yeah, that's a cut. <laughs> that's where we have to cut it. You can't <laughs> say that, just, yeah, man. That's how I see it. You're. <laughs> keep it. I'm gonna keep it in. <laughs> keep it all in. That's how they say it. Oh, you gave goodness. it an accent, and then, then you marked one. If Forrest Whitaker can do it, I can do it too. <laughs> what? No. That's not. He just made up an accent for the movie that no one else was doing. But I think the strength of the black type. Oh, oh my gosh, no. dude, what are you doing? What's happening? Now I'm with David. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is such a train wreck. <laughs> Oh, uh, we should review that movie eventually. Trainwreck starring Amy Schumer. Oh, God. Why would you Because I hate That's my life. <laughs> I think you hate my life. <laughs> I think your goal of this podcast is to me fucking off myself. I wouldn't say it's the goal. Like, I want you to be here, but, like, I mean, sometimes bad. But if you kill yourself, I mean, <laughs> I'm, like, it'd be great for our podcast. I don't know. Our memorial episode would get numbers. You know how, like, Picasso died and then his art, like, skyrocketed like, yeah. value? <laughs> Me and Kevin will be living, like, in Beverly Hills. I'd be so mad as a ghost. I'd haunt the fuck out of both of you. Bro, we'd, like, I don't know. It's, we'd, like, dedicate stuff to you. It's so great for me that I don't think ghosts are real. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know how what you if don't it, think what if it's like? What if it's, like, you guys think they're real so they can bug you? One day, he's going to get spooked. He, I think goes are 100%. And then he's never going to tell us. Me too. He's I never going to tell us because then he'd be wrong. Guys. So he's going to himself. He could get a demon could come out of his doorway and be like, I'm going to incubate you. And Kevin would be like, me. Bro, I could be peeing no. in a demon caught in my urethra and I still wouldn't believe That's it. That's called an STD. 
I mean, that's, that's, man. That's the plot of it, folks. <laughs> oh, no, not again, dude. That's, <laughs> that's not the most, this is the most shoutouts that movie's ever gotten. I know, you're absolutely keeping its fan base alive. So you are its fan you base. You are the fan base. Is that the theme song? I, I've never watched I've never watched it, Paulos, but I watched... I feel like I have, though, with Brynn around all the time. You have. With I think me. I have. We have. We've watched. We, I definitely Maybe have I, watch it. All I remember from it is a scene that I saw recently, actually, where they're, like, in, like, a pool. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. It's awesome. It's even more sick now that I know how little their budget was. Yeah. They had, like, a no budget at all. They didn't, like, Saw, the first yeah. one. Basically. Man. They had, like, nothing. And they they pulled off some like really convincing. Uh, There's some really effects. cool effects in that movie. Like, oh man, don't even get me started talking. <laughs> yeah, about that. like <laughs> that is your. I could plot point you. It follows. You know, that's one movie that's in my brain. <laughs> if a movie is so good that it sticks with me like that, good good for it follows. Oh yeah. Where is Mika Monroe? Who? Oh yeah, you like you like it follows. Name every cast member. Mika Monroe. Is that it? Is it a one that's person all show? The, that's all. It's a one man. It might as well be. Have you seen the movie? No. She carries it. She I, carries. I believe it. So like, are we keeping this? Or are we cutting this? Yeah, you have no clue. I don't. David I, wants to cut it. So no, I don't. I'm not. A, <laughs> <laughs> what, David? This is melting David's entire brain. He doesn't know. No, you know, like that. you know, like if this is like if you're a dog and you've lived inside forever, and your owner just leaves the door open, and you just look at it. You're like, should I go outside or should I? Like, you just don't know what to do. My phone ended up somehow all the way under my taint. Gee, what the? F- I don't know how it ended up there. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I was like, where the heck did my phone go? All the way, all the way under. You keep me. that thing on you. My taint. Yeah. Keep that thing in him. <laughs> yeah. In your gooch, <laughs> right in the grundle. Oh no! <laughs> right where the grundle berries are. That's foul. Your grundle berries. Yeah. I just gotta say, if this makes it, it'll be my favorite episode of the yeah. podcast so far. <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! Like, do we? When? Where do we start? When do we? We start. We if you're if, if we keep we, go, we have to make a solid decision right now. If we're keeping this in. Then, then let me lead because I'll lead us. I'll lead us there right now. Okay. Okay. I'm Brent. That's David and Kevin. This is the plot line. What is your news for this week, David? First off, I'd like to send a special shout out to our listeners in Uzbekistan. Shout out to them. Um, you guys are somewhere on that globe, and we love you. Um. I'll go last on my news. Pass. <laughs> Kevin? Kevin's okay. Well, if Kevin doesn't want to go, oh I'll go with my piece of news this week, which is that um, Quentin Tarantino confirms his next project is an eight-episode limited series, and filming begins next year. I wonder how many feet are going to be in that. It's at least two. So many. I wonder Are if you kidding me, David? Is gonna return. Why? At least two. No. Am I wrong? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> at minimum two feet. <laughs> Gotta be at at the he very. Feet. 
yeah, I mean, yeah. Some Did you say Margot Robbie? Yeah, she, her feet were all over. When yeah, they were. I thought that was. I thought her name was Margaret Qualley. Am I thinking of the You're stupid. No, no, no. No, no. You're like Harley Quinn. Oh, there's a different actress. Yeah, Margaret Qualley also had her feet all over that movie. Oh, you just really make me have some kind of. Man, I thought you didn't know. I thought you thought Margot was Margaret, and then you just didn't know how to do Robbie. (laughs) Yeah, I've never seen someone struggle so much with Robbie. Different actress. He added letters. (laughs) Whole different actress. I didn't know that. I haven't watched that movie. I just know that there was like a whole thing about her feet. Yeah. It's super long. It's a fun fact. When I worked at the theater, I was like turning projectors off at the end of the night, and I thought that that movie was like running super late, and I thought it was over, and everyone left, so I turned it off. So, um, we're up in the projection booth, and all of a sudden it was me, and my manager, and we hear, "Hey!" And the one lone customer that was in that movie, because I checked the theater again, I saw peanuts everywhere. I'm like, that wasn't there when I turned the movie off. So this dude threw peanuts up at the like the port glass. And then jumped our counter and went all the way up to the projection booth. And so, like, I immediately, like, went into fight or flight mode. Because I'm like, if he jumped the counter, like, he's super upset. <laughs> he's like, my movie got turned off. And my manager just threw me under the bus. He's like, this guy's new. He just didn't know. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> and so, yeah. Did you hurry and move back on? No, we just gave him passes to come back. I don't care how mad you are. My man, like, jumped the counter and, like, stormed up. I think I would have, too. If I had 20 minutes left of my three-hour movie and you turned it off, I'd be <laughs> like, who do I see about well, like, this? Well, first off, he wasn't sitting in the right seats also because he was sitting in the back handicap seats, and we can't see those seats. But those seats didn't sell. So when I didn't see anyone in the main, like, area... Of course, I'm thinking was he there, didn't show or something like that. Was there anybody else but him? In the it was theater? just him. So, like, I know there's, like, the assigned seating thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm alone in a theater and I picked a seat and I'm like, man, there are better seats in the house. I get it. I'm going to go to the better no, seat. No, I get it. I'm not faulting him on that. I'm just saying from my standpoint, mm-hmm. I can't see those seats. Yeah. So. Another thing, just another another quick aside. Man, I'd be so mad like Brent said, if there are 20 minutes left of the movie, and then I had to sit through the oh. entire thing again after you gave me a pass to see the last 20 minutes. I was, like, I was upset too. I'd be upset too, but, like, at the same time, don't, like, storm up to, like, <laughs> the projection booth and, like, try to start a fight with this poor, skinny white boy that just I made a mistake. <laughs> you guys are Karen's. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. You guys, you guys make service don't workers cry. Me? I am a I service like, worker. I cry. I'm a service worker all the time. Yeah, I deal with it. Yeah, but you can't like. I made a mistake. I was still learning and stuff at that time. Well, you know, if I made a mistake and gave someone raw chicken, you don't have to deck you. Yeah, if you I wouldn't give him a pass to come back tomorrow for some because fresh they'd chicken, have food poisoning. I'd remake him new chicken. We can't reshow the whole movie. Did you want him to reshoot the movie? It was at 1 a.m., my man. We ain't showing that. Can you fast forward button? No. Once you turn it off, what? It's like Mm -mm. dumb, though. You have to replay the whole movie. So we can normally, but since it was that late, like there's like a trigger in our like projectors where if it plays after a certain time, like the whole new movie, it goes to corporate. Like they're like chipped off that way. Like employees can't watch movies after hours and stuff like that. So they would know what happened and like 
they'd be like, yeah, what the heck? Not that lame, but I would have been extra mad at you. Yeah, I mean, you can... You would have been new, and I would have been wrong for being mean to you. But I would have been mad. Terrible corporate nightmare. Yeah, but like, I never did it again. Like oh, it was truly, thank God. it was truly an honest mistake. But no, just him hopping the counter and like, I was like, man, I can't imagine what mo- what movie would you hop the counter if the guy turned it off twenty minutes before it spirited. Ended. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue if they. Man, I don't think I feel passionate that Same. passionately about any movie. I would have waited because you know they're gonna have to come downstairs. I would have just chilled and be like, "Hey, so like, my movie turned off. What the heck?" And it would have been handled very much more like acceptably. I, I I I like movies a lot. I don't feel passionately enough about any single movie that I would try to go like tussle with the guy up in the booth. <laughs> You like I feel differently about cinema. You just it's, you a, suck. it's just a movie. <laughs> it's not it's just a movie. Cinema's my life. Bro, it's like free on every streaming platform. You could have you could have waited like three months. Those movies never Who wants to wait three okay. months? <laughs> like, I'm on. just saying, like, I mean yeah, he had to watch the last twenty minutes, but like If you stop hold on. <sighs> I just want to see, because we started this conversation about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, so, I don't know how I'd be. That's an almost three guy. hour long movie. Yeah. I, I don't think you're the bad guy. You're not the bad guy. Say. I'm saying in this, the situ- guy. in this situation, <laughs> yeah. I'm a Karen. Brent's the villain. And I'm very upset. I guess that I felt really bad with like, Man, could you imagine getting put on TikTok after doing that and then having your whole life ruined because you were you gonna... stormed in our production. Imagine you're watching the three hour long movie well, like The Batman and the Riddler blows up the, the flood walls and then it cuts and then it turns off and you're like Is that the end? <laughs> Did the Riddler win? <laughs> Did Paul Dana do it? Honestly, That'd be that'd be sick. That'd be insane. I don't even know what I would do with myself. I'd be I'd be like, that's the end. That's how they ended it. No credits. That that'd be bold. one time I was watching. I'd cry. I want to say it was Pirates of the Caribbean two. It's whichever the one features Johnny Depp running away. They showed in the trailer. It's him like running away from all the pirates. And he's yeah. like, ah. And that movie literally as that scene happens, I'm seeing it with my seventy year old grandma. As that scene happens. The fire alarm goes off, <laughs> and like it's like all the lights go off. It starts like, woo, woo, woo. and like I think something came up on the projection too. I think it literally like had words that was like, get the heck out, evacuate, get the heck uh, out of here. My grandma leans over to me and she's like, "Is this part of the movie?" And I'm like, "No, grandma, it's the fire. Was we this, gotta get out of here." Was this the same grandma we took to see Godzilla? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. And I was like, "No, we gotta get out of here." And then me and Christina went to go see the Lego Movie, and I'm telling Christina. About this is like literally years later. I'm telling Christina about this incident as we're waiting for the movie to start, and in the middle of the Lego movie, the fire alarm goes off. That has happened to me twice. That's crazy. It is. It's a wild. It's a wild experience being you're cursed in a movie, and then the fire alarm goes off, and you're just like, "What's happening?" Were you, Were you at least understanding when the fire alarm went off? Okay, thank you very much. They gave me free movie passes on both occasions. And then, yeah, you're chill. Did you, did you, like, but I didn't jump department? over the counter. Did you, did you, ask did you, what you jump the fire to, truck? Yeah, did you try to fight the fireman? I would. 
you know, in the Lego movie, in the case of the Lego movie, there was no fireman. Pirates of the Caribbean 2, there was actual firemen that showed up. And I decked one of them. <laughs> I was, Buddy, couldn't have been older than like nine years old. If you would have went to jail for fighting a fireman because the Lego movie got canceled because of a fire, that would have been the funniest news headline. What's your piece of news? Oh, goodness. Yeah. We were talking about fires. Um, so, <laughs> Sony has ordered for Amazon several Spider-Man series, starting with Silk. They are going to be produced by MGM. Um, Angela Kang as the showrunner for Silk. Haven't heard of her. No. I don't know who that is. She's probably done some. Who's She's... the executive producers? Who are the executive producers? Yeah. Oh, man. It's Chris Miller and Phil. Oh, Phil yeah. Ward and Chris Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. They did, they did, uh... She's produced The Walking Dead. Mm. She's written for The Walking Dead. Mm. Uh, wait, what seasons? Uh, well, let me just take a take a look. <laughs> uh, no, for, yeah. she was a producer from 2011 to 2022. She's been on it the whole time. Oh, so she's like 71 episodes. They're going a real weird route with and this show now. It's like the producer on the Daryl Dixon show. Yeah, but it's like, I think it's turning into like a new They series. have like so many off, like spinoffs I saw. There's like this one where it's like kind of like futury or something. That, the hold that show had when we were in high school was unparalleled. I only watched Steady through one season, and that was the Negan season. Mm-hmm. I loved Negan as a character. Have you never seen like the OG seasons? Dude, I, the, you'd love the governor. I watched all the way up. I, Spoilers for The Walking Dead season like four. <laughs> uh, I watched all the way up until they cut off Herschel's head, and when the governor cut off Herschel's head, and then they yeah. were, and then it was like the prison was over. I was done. Dude, the I governor was. Like, you would love. The, he's a heck. Of, he's one of the best villains I've seen on TV. I'm about to out myself with a very controversial thing. I cannot stand zombie media. I'm with you on that. I'm so tired of it. I just. This is, <sighs> this is before I got zombie burnout. But like the, I, I will I, never get zombie burnout. Once they started, like, once they killed Carl and everything, like, that's when they lost me. Because I'm like, oh, they don't know what they're doing and they're just trying to, like, they boost rating. Carl? They killed they Carl. Killed Carl! It became the Daryl Dixon show when that guy didn't even exist in the comics, which I don't blame them. Like, he was a popular character, but for, like, he basically, and that's what the show became about. And they just, yeah, it's. It became less about zombies and more about Derek Grimes movies still coming sometimes. They're oh, making boy. a movie. Yeah, you know you got milk. Zombies are down. over. Who cares about zombies? Zombies will never be over. Me, because of people like me. It's their shit I like. I'm sorry. I just the apocalypse is just so. Blah. Give me zombie games. That's probably the point. Movies. I'd read a zombie book. Like I'd read it. I'd I'd do it all. Give me it all. Something about a. A virus that makes the undead live again. It's really gets me in my goods, you know? I think the last time I liked a piece of zombie media was I Am Legend. I hated that movie. Really? The movie's not great. I, I was a kid whenever I watched it, so, you know. Once the dog died, I zoned out and then had a bad ending. The dog dies? <laughs> There's another ending they shot. I, I haven't watched Tragically. That movie I haven't watched that movie in so in long. In Will Smith's arms. Like, they, was... they made it... That's up there with Marley and me, and you're just like, what the heck? And then Will Smith freaking kamikazes himself, and you're just like, this movie was a waste. 
I I was very young whenever mm-hmm. I watched that. Wait, Will Smith dies in that? I thought he went to like a, no. a settlement or something. He, or was he that ha- the lady? That, he, that, that was the lady. He held the grenade in his hand and just ran towards his There's office. an alternate ending that's way better. Yeah. Couldn't tell you what it is. No, but I know that. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of the alternate ending when he ends up at that settlement. I think he. I think the alternate ending might be... I might be remembering that as, as the, the end. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's... It doesn't matter. It's an old bad. movie. I I don't know you know you know how like things are better when you're a kid yeah yeah I haven't watched that like movie. life I, yeah yeah I, I haven't watched that movie in my adult life I I was like like I said I was a kid whenever I watched that mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know my mom really likes zombie stuff and it's just like so much too much zombie you know too much zombie it's like yeah uh, World War Z is where it lost me oh my god World War Z is such a dumb movie I hated it. Oh my goodness. This you is... like World War Z, don't you? You're say it. I like it. Oh. I like Brad Pitt. Doesn't doesn't a whole like plot point of that movie hinge on a product placement? What product placement? Isn't like somebody trying to get a Pepsi or something at some point? What? Am I am I that sounds crazy? Right. <laughs> I feel like something I don't know. Pepsi's about the root that. of all evil. <laughs> I don't know. It's a great slander on oh. my boy. I think my brain just turns off whenever zombie stuff comes on because I just don't care. I become a zombie. Yeah, okay. I become the zombie. <laughs> We've all gathered here today to talk to about talk David's about. piece of news. <laughs> David had a piece of news still? David, what's yeah. your piece of news? Uh, um, so, to <laughs> extremely switch gears, um, over the past week, uh, legendary voice actor and to some their definitive batman kevin conroy did pass away um pretty sure he had cancer i saw so i i think this is a case where a lot of people just didn't know it either because it was very shocking when it happened to the point where like i saw it on tiktok and like i thought it was like well you know those meme pages and stuff but like yeah um of course the support's been like overwhelming like mark hamill who they were great friends you know he was the joker and stuff like that um just a lot of outpouring support, so just a just a nice brief moment of silence for uh, Kevin Conroy. All right, but yeah. So, what do you guys think on that? Do you think he's like one of the, like up there on the most definitive Batman's? For sure, yeah, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, he's yeah. You need to play the Arkham games more. You do. Oh, yeah, he was in Arkham too. Yeah, he is the Batman. Have you never played the other? Ever every. Batman game that I've played just not been into it so far. Yeah, you don't play awesome. far enough into it, and you play Arkham Asylum, which is just not your type of game. It's a game where you backtrace. It's very much like backtracking. It's, it's just yucky. I, I'm <laughs> Gotham City is yucky, bro. Get it's, over it. Yeah, but like, Ar- Arkham Arkham specifically looks like they they fired their janitor 50 years ago and they never had anybody come in and clean Have you heard this about... such a weird thing for you to, you know... Do you know about the mental hospital conditions in, like, the 60s and 70s and what they did to people and, like, how the conditions of the hospitals were? I don't think Batman like Arkham Asylum takes place in the 60s or 70s. It doesn't, but it's reflective of how mm. we treated those people. Yeah, but yucky. it's like... It was yucky and gross and run down. We did some really heinous stuff to... Arkham City is one of my favorite people. games. Me too. Arkham City made me cry at the end. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Arkham City's so good. Arkham Knight, alright. I continuously tell him to play Arkham City. I say, if anything, getting through Arkham Asylum is worth 
getting yes. to Arkham City because Arkham City is so good. It's probably my favorite game yeah, of all time. But... And then Brent and I started playing uh, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Gotham Knights is mid. Oh, oh yeah, it's I knew that game. Super mid. They they made so many poor decisions in the development of that, of that game. Yeah, like why? Why do the gliders? Why do you have to? Why do you have to like? Was some Kevin Conroy the, the voice of Batman? No. Okay, thank God that yeah. wasn't his last like hurrah. What was his last thing he was in? I know he was in the Killing Joke, right? I'll I'll see real quick what his oh, like. Killing Joke was years ago. Yeah, that... I just I don't know. Was, that's probably the last animated Batman thing I watched. Yeah, so Kevin, his last appearance as Batman is gonna be multiverses. No, not you, Kevin. <laughs> No, Kevin Conroy. He said it like you were friends. <laughs> my man Kevin. Yeah, my man Go. Kevin yeah. Conroy's last appearance as Batman was in Multiverses. Unfortunately, of all things, unfortunately, Multiverses right. is good. I like Multiverses. When was the last time you played Multiverses? Never. It's been a while. But it's been like since launch. I completed the whole first battle pass. The battle yeah, dude. Crap. It was fun. It's like Smash, but like you know, with characters that I am more closely attached to. Huh. Yeah. So, are we gonna review this movie? We've all came here today to uh, talk about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Uh, I apologize, listeners. <laughs> For um, you having to get to this thick through uh, the episode to uh, get to this part. But you finally got into an episode where Brent liked a movie. They, they really had to travel uphill both ways. Yeah, but, you, but you've but you gotten here. You've done it. If you're listening, I've liked this movie. I like it a lot. Did you guys like this movie? <laughs> Sorry, dude. David's over clapping. <laughs> And he doesn't realize the pain that that's going to bring me. <laughs> we have we, we use clapping as a mechanism to know what content to cut. <laughs> and he's over here just clapping all through your thing. Uh, I liked this movie a lot. It was great. <laughs> I was just cheering on our friend Brent. He found a smile. I did find my smile. And it came with the first 15 minutes of this movie. Do we want to talk about it? Without spoilers, for yeah, a I didn't say yeah, what for fifteen minutes. Well, I just, I, did, I just wanted to before you accidentally did or something. Okay, we'll give our general views. I think yeah. here. So I thought that uh, there were a lot of things that could have gone very wrong with this movie, and I think it stuck the landing on pretty much every concern that I had for the most part. Um, they very tastefully, I think, handle Chadwick Boseman's death. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I don't. Oh yeah. I, I, they didn't dwell on it a lot. I'll say my piece. I thought this movie was really good. I thought it had a compelling villain. And I was impressed with this movie because I had low expectations. But it surprised me in all the right ways. I thought it was very stylistic. And I am overall very happy with the way it turned out. Uh, one of the better MCU movies in recent memory. I Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought this was a very beautiful story. I thought they uh, they they covered all the the topics that they should have given the circumstances. I was a little disappointed about one thing that I'll talk about later. Um, 
I do think the the new newcomers to the MCU were all very good as well in this. Um, I think this was also very fulfilling for characters that were in previous entries. I, I think it, it did a lot for propelling the plot of those characters and potentially even the greater MCU. Um, I just thought this was all around a really good entry into the massive library that is the MCU. Yeah, I have to agree with both of you. I thought this movie, as Brent, I went in with very low expectations because there is a lot that could have went wrong with this movie. Uh, You could definitely tell that they had to kind of make a whole new movie to get to the movie they were going to originally make due to, you know, Chadwick's passing and stuff, which I think they handled beautifully in the movie. A lot of tribute paid to him. Um, Namor as the villain was great. Uh, A lot of good newcomers to the MCU, like you said. I mean, it's going to... I think all around, it's the best Marvel movie since Shang-Chi, of course. Definitely. Ah, Spider-Man No Way Home came out after Shang-Chi. And Spider-Man No Way Home specifically, the more fun cut was really good. Yeah. I think it also was just a very good bow tie on this phase, because this phase definitely tackled, like, grief. Like, that seemed to definitely be, like, the overarching, like, thing going into the multiverse saga which get the grief out now because it's gonna get really messy coming up um but no this is a great movie so we want to like you know jump into spoiler territory now or uh yeah so beyond this point expect spoilers for black panther wakanda forever so brent how do we start out okay i want to start out talking about the first 15 minutes of this movie which was my favorite so the movie starts with T'Challa in another room and you see Sherry, she's in her like laboratory and she's desperately trying to make a synthetic version of the heart-shaped herb to try to heal T'Challa to from whatever sickness he is incurring in the moment, which is very dire. And uh, she doesn't make it in time and we learn that he has passed. Cut to the, my... What? There's the UN here. Yeah, okay, well, there which is the UN hearing. I think is, is actually, like, a really important plot. It is really important. Well, the UN hearing happens after the, the boat. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it, it because she brings in people from the boat. You don't remember from the hearing? No. Uh, no. It's not people from the no, boat. No, it's not. No, the, but they think the Wakandans are the ones that but because did it. I thought, I thought it, it was T'Challa part, UN hearing after, then the boat. No, because she brings in she brings in the people she's like these are the people that were no 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 they the don't blaming you. no no those people that they brought in weren't from the boat those people mm-hmm. were from a wakandan outreach center they stormed a wakandan outreach and they had um, oh, the dora milaje there okay. defending it i i'm pretty sure it happens the boat happens after the un hearing because the way she reacted at the un hearing is what led them to believe that Wakanda were the ones attacking the boat. Okay, well, let someone else talk about the UN hearing. So, the UN hearing was super cool. Um, uh, Queen Ramonda mm-hmm. comes in, and uh, she's played by... Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, yeah. Um, so, Queen Ramonda comes in to a UN hearing, and the the people in the UN are like, hey you, why aren't you sharing vibranium with us? And she she absolutely dunks on them. It's like, here's why. 
You guys suck. You've been trying to steal our vibranium. Here are a bunch of mercenaries. And that sets the tone for, like, the whole movie. Then, like, the world's governments are look are looking at Wakanda like they're the bad guy throughout the whole movie because mm-hmm. of this. And I think that's a really interesting thing that they've done, where they, like, the governments of the world previously looked fondly on Wakanda because of things that T'Challa did. And now that T'Challa's gone, he's no longer the Black Panther they think that they can just walk all over Wakanda. And they don't like that Wakanda is pushing back against them on these things. And it's it's like, there's like a, definitely like a geopolitics subplot throughout the movie that I thought was really cool. And then, after that, we, we go out to the ocean. Oh man. This was my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, it was the most stylistic part of the movie. It was the most well, for me, it was the thing that I took away from it, like because it set the it set the tone for the movie. It set like just my hype, like so. There's a boat in the middle of the ocean that's looking for vibranium, and you know what they did? They found it. They found it, and uh, upon finding it, uh, one of the whole plots of this film is that another place you can find vibranium is in the ocean. Not just in Wakanda, they have found it in the ocean. So now everyone's looking for vibranium in the ocean. Who doesn't like that? The people that live in the ocean. Yeah, and I, this has to be like off the coast of Mexico, right? Or like in that general region, like like nearby, because it's it, from the the it, people are from the Aztecs. It could be anywhere, because also they said, I mean, we don't know where else the asteroid's going to hit if it hit other well, so, I mean, but, but the vibranium deposit was close enough to the ancient Aztecs that people from mm-hmm. ancient Aztec could get, like, enhanced plants from so They just said Atlantic Ocean, I'm pretty sure, so I don't know where it, exactly. It has to be close, because even, so, um, oh man, the names, Nakia. It's like walking around in Mexico or wherever, somewhere in either Mexico or South America in that general area, trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And uh, then she like goes into a cave and it's like the cave that the Shuri and Riri, I'm way ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it has to be, they're, they're probably off the coast of So it's America. looking for, it's got this machine that can locate vibranium and... There's this really cool sequence of these, I guess you could call them sirens. I'm going to call them, for all intents and purposes, spooky mermaids. And uh, so you've got this boat with this, this crew, and then all of a sudden you hear a siren call. A very spooky mermaid moan. And it's they're a, like singing. They're like, but, but they're like, they're singing as like moans. They're like, uh huh. Yeah. It sounds quite like that. And but it's like imagine more angelic and more more mermaid like, and so it's so haunting the way it's done, so spooky. One of the most like intense and scary moments in the MCU that I think they've ever like. Touched. I think it's the closest they've leaned into horror. Even more so than in Multiverse of Madness, I think it had me on the edge of my seat. I was chilled to the bone. My hair stood up on the edge of my arms. It was just something about the way it was done. I didn't 
it didn't feel like an MCU movie. You know, this has been a very horror-filled phase because I I mm-hmm. figure that like WandaVision was some of the more horrifying. Like, what? Yeah, because could you imagine the like having somebody take over your brain? That's, that's like a horror in a different way. I'm talking but about downright like horror, like horror movie, scary movie. There's people committing mass suicide because of this angelic call that they're hearing. Yeah, that's how it continues. So this mermaid, spooky mermaid moans, uh, makes all the people on the boat jump off and kill themselves. And uh, it's an it's an attack on this boat because they're they're breaching into the territory of who ends up being the villain, Namor. And uh, I'm really curious why it's assumed that these people die. <laughs> because they just jump into the ocean. Or do you think the they were killing? Do you think the Calocanians are like killing them once yes. they hit the water? One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, if they killed the divers and like the guy, that's fair. They they were killing them. They straight stole that guy's suit too. That wasn't very cool. <laughs> so fast forward. Oh, we learned we we learned that that machine uh, was used. Well, well, that was used to find the. Uh, vibranium was made by uh, Riri Williams who if you're familiar with the comic books you'll know is Ironheart and uh, I thought the actress who played Riri Williams did a really good job yeah I liked her character so I also saw where she initially like auditioned for the role of Shuri oh in the first Black Panther yeah Hmm. but no she did a really good job did you not like Ironheart you made a face I don't know I thought she was good oh okay I thought she was funny I saw this movie twice. Um, once with a not very receptive audience, and then once with a, a very engaged audience. And the engaged audience time, I thought all of her stuff was a lot funnier because of just the general crowd reaction. Were we with the engaged audience? No. Yeah. No. I was like, I gosh, I hope you didn't have There a was somebody with an unfortunate disruptive illness in our theater when we saw it, and there was high tensions with other uh, insensitive people in the in the movie crowd. So our audience wasn't really fun. Yeah. Also, if that ever happens, don't be a jerk. Yeah. Don't be a jerk to people who have things out of sight of their control. They should be able to go see movies yeah, too. Yeah, don't, don't be a jerk. It's, it's like, if somebody is out in public and they're watching a movie and they have some kind of illness that makes them a little noisier than most people. They probably don't get to go out very often. This is probably not a very common thing for for that person. Uh, if you hear that, try to be understanding and respectful and empathetic. If you think it's bad for you, imagine how bad it is for them. Yeah. Like I said, just, just don't be a jerk. Be very understanding. So there was a guy in, in our audience that was, was very not. upset, and he was not very understanding, and that guy was a big jerk, and he yelled at the person that we're referring to, and luckily they had friends there to defend them. Um, be like that person's friends if you see somebody that's disabled that's being yelled at in a public setting. Stick up for it. Yeah, say something. I was prepared for a fight to break out, just through that tension. Yeah. I was like, oh man, we're about to... Yeah, there were words said. Yeah. But, yeah. Our our audience, it was very... Serious. Yeah. 
but on my second viewing, the audience was very much more receptive to the jokes and whatnot that were around Riri Williams' character. She was... I feel like they cut down on the jokes in this movie. I, you know, I think it would have been a poor case to have as many jokes as usual. They cut the old jokes per minute formula and let this movie tell the story. And it's crazy that old. Yeah. everyone liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it's generally well received. And it was funny still. I, there were still a lot of funny parts yeah. in it. Um... It's mostly once Riri Williams' character comes into play. She's more joking than everybody else in the movie. She was the comic relief. Uh, her and, and uh, Winston Duke's M'Baku. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. He's I love M'Baku, and every time he was on screen fighting, I was like, please don't kill him. Oh, I know. Um, I thought they did. My hope for Riri Williams is that, A, I can eventually say that name without the speech impediment, and B, I feel that... that uh, <laughs> That she eventually makes a AI Tony Stark. I do you she, think she'll get to that? Do you think she'll do it? I hope she finds like not she doesn't. I hope she doesn't make it. I hope she finds like like a AI imprint of Tony Stark. You know the one that said. I, I think look, it'd be yeah. kind of cool if she made it. And so it'd be like it's Tony Stark in her image. I so mean, it's not the Tony Stark that we know. It's an AI Tony Stark that she imagines. I honestly think Tom Cruise. <laughs> Don't. Not again. <laughs> I, I honestly think that, like, most people's image of Tony Stark would be, at, honestly, pretty lame after he saved half the universe. It'd, it'd be like, it'd be like if somebody made a AI of, like, their religious figurehead. I feel like they probably have elevated him to, like, God status. Yeah. Like most people in the world. Because he, he literally saved half of the universe. Brought them back from... You know, well, no, Bruce Banner brought them back. Tony Stark made it to where they couldn't get got, be gotten rid of again, you know? So, I, I would rather it be like a... Voice. Like, Make him like Jarvis. Some RDJ's voice. Well, I hope it inevitably gets to... Because I, there's like a, like a timeline in the comic books where he's like a suit of armor and he has like a hologram Tony Stark head. That would be cool. I would be, I'd be into that. Like he's just an Iron Man suit with a hologram head. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Hmm. I think that'd be the probably the most well received way that they can bring that character back, without like doing some multiverse nonsense where he's just like, "Hey, I'm in the MCU now. <laughs> I'm alive again." And if they did that, it should be Tom Cruise. I want. I want them to start making, like, Elseworlds movies. I guess Elseworlds is, like, a DC thing, but, like, I guess it's What If in Marvel. But they should just copy that format. What? They should do Elseworlds stuff, but, like... Yeah, like how they have, like, the Batman and the DC stuff, but they still have, like, the... I wish they would do that. Yeah, I I wish they would, too. I would love for an entire Tom Cruise, like, Demon in a Bottle style... Like, what was it? Superior Iron Man? Mm-hmm. Uh, a superior Iron Man plot. I mean, they were hoping for that in uh, Doctor Strange. That yeah. Because he, he usually is in the Illuminati. That's why I said not again. Yeah, yeah I, I, w- I just wish they would, like, play around more. Now that they've introduced the multiverse, they made it, like, a canon thing mm-hmm. in their stuff. I mean, like, they have plenty to play around with. They could, they could make so much more money on non-MCU things where you don't have to have watched, like... What what are we up to? Like twenty nine movies or more? Probably more. 
to like and including TV series to I'm probably fully, close to forty. Yeah, to be fully caught up on the plot. If it's just like something that's like completely separate from all that, but you could still play with those characters in the MCU sandbox because the multiverse exists and we've got characters crossover. I think that would be like a really good. I think that's move. what they might be doing with Deadpool, because how else? I don't know. I don't know how else. I think that that because would be because they best said it's, it's stated it's going to be rated R. We know it's going to have Hugh Jackman. How else is it going to be other than a multiverse movie? They have like another studio that they've launched that I'm pretty sure it was announced a long time ago. I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's in relation to that. The Deadpool. Yeah. Hold on. You mean Ryan Reynolds Studio? No, I think there's another one. Hold on. Because that garbage movie Spirited you made me watch uh, was made by Maximum Effort Productions. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And let me tell you, not impressed so far. <laughs> um, I can't. I, I, I couldn't even begin to remember what it was called. Let's look it up. To save Brent any, like, more just Joker art, let's just not talk about Ryan Reynolds' spirit. Let's just leave that in the past for you. We will. <laughs> Thank you. Remember, please. we watched a great movie on Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Yes. So where were we, Kevin, on that? We so just we met... meet Riri Williams. Yes. And then there's that sick fight on the bridge where we meet for the first time uh the, there are two characters that they're mentioned throughout the movie namora and atuma yeah mm-hmm. i mean you really stole my thunder there oh you were acting like you didn't know their names but i, I should have no, known i was i was setting it up so i could say it. no it's fine you just had that look in your so, eyes but i should have known because you wrote a book about this movie what were their names namora and atuma so atuma is usually a villain in namor but he's like, I know Nomura is his cousin, mm-hmm. and I think Atuma is like his like one of his generals. Yeah, that's they said general in the movie. Yeah, so. I I couldn't. I don't think they ever explicitly mentioned that Nomura is Namor's cousin in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I don't think I don't. Towards the end, I, the end maybe? he says my child to her, hmm. which could mean any number of things. Yes, I don't know. Um, Nomura could be his daughter, could be his cousin. Typically, Namora is his cousin. Yes. Um, so that's where we meet on on the bridge. That's where we meet those those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a chase sequence with the government. Um, you know, they get to the bridge. There's like a fight. Riri's in her own Iron Man suit. Yeah, she has an yeah. Iron Man suit. I thought that was a really funny part. It looked good too. Yeah, that was. Funny. I liked it better than her last suit. Yeah. Uh, there's whenever they show the Iron Man suit for the first time, two police officers walk into her like yeah. garage and uh the one guy's like, Holy crap, she has an Iron Man suit which, and then she blasts him. <laughs> which I mean he died happy. He was like Iron Man and I don't uh, know if he's dead. I feel like that was, I think they killed a lot of police in this though. They there's a lot of just like Marvel like is like always does these like they don't say they're dead, but like you're dead. They're dead. Riri Williams dropped a UAV on, like, a crowd of police officers. Yeah, like, they're all dead. So many of them are so close to retirement, and, like, they're just dead. Uh, so, I think Atuma and Nomura were very cool characters that were very underutilized. 
I mean, Otunuma definitely, they built him up to be, like, you know, the muscle and stuff. Him and Okoye yeah. had a really good fight. They they really made them out, like, way more than they ended up being, though. Yes. Which was pretty unfortunate. Namor had, even in the last fight, Namor had a pretty big role in it. So, I mean, I'd... I actually don't even know where she was in the She's last fight. The was one she the one that was jabbing the yes. sonic thingy? Yeah. They didn't really... They... They didn't do a lot to make it noticeable which one she was, because mm-hmm. there were a bunch of female blue <laughs> Calicanians, and they all were blue. Honestly, and... the similarities of Avatar is uncanny in this movie. Excuse me? Blue, water, Avatar, Talucan. Nobody, no, you're just saying words at this no, point. No, like, because Avatar, <laughs> the way water comes out soon, but then, like... They're blue and there's water. Like I don't know, it's pretty pretty you know yeah you know what was another cool effect that they did i thought it was very interesting that whenever they were in the water the the blue went away it was just like their normal skin tone i thought that was Mm -hmm. really interesting i I wonder why their skin turns blue whenever they hit the air probably like well they're probably like oxidizing or something i was gonna say oxidizing but i didn't know if it was right and you would have made fun of me the reverse of hypothermia you know how we turn blue and we hyperthermia yeah, it'd be hyperthermia. Yeah, but you turn blue when you... No. Yeah. yeah. That's overheating. You said the, the reverse well, of hyperthermia. reverse to people who live in water. If you get in cold water, you get hypothermia. Oh, let me if ask you, the people that live in water If you live quick, in cold and, water... And you get into the And you get into air, warm air... That's going like, hyperthermia. Never mind. So I think they're like Avatar... <laughs> Isn't it interesting that they're like Avatar? <laughs> no, <laughs> that Vibranium creates these like super plants that create like crazy civilizations. I mean, that we know of. I mean, we've only seen this one, but like there are two. Well, yeah, there are two, but there could be more. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we get a new metal in the MCU. Cough, cough, animantium. Cough, cough. I'm tired of vibranium. Yeah, it's like a wonder material. It is like the wonder material. Give me- it's their like MacGyver tool. I can't wait. I hope they play up animantium. Like we've got a new vibranium. You've heard of vibranium? Wait till you see animantium. Nothing can cut through this stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm. I want that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or they might just say, um, I'm made of animantium. Imagine a Black Panther suit made out of animantium. I don't think it would do all the same stuff. No, but it would look really cool. Would it? What does adamantium look like? It looks like steel. Wow. So, like, so Iron Man? So it, no, 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 no. Imagine Black Panther, but he's just silver. He looks like a silver surfer, but he's Black Panther. You mean shiny? Buddy. <laughs> you're misgendering. Mis- oh, <laughs> haven't got to that part of the movie yet. It's the spoiler area. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about whatever we want. Okay, Shiri the black, new Black Panther. Dude, we were getting to that. Bro, we're not even there yet. What are you doing? <laughs> oh my. Did you not read the script? You want to know how I got oh these scars? <laughs> we're turning Brendan into the Joker. <laughs> Um, so, after the fight on the bridge, Shuri's like, yo. Take me to to your leader. Yeah, pretty, yeah, exactly like that. So they take, uh, Shuri and Riri, 
And then gosh, it feels weird saying that name. Yeah. Um, and then so Namor tries to smash. I think he he's like seducing. Is so charming. Like he's too charming. Showing the little ankle feathers and everything. (laughs) The risque. And I will just say, I've seen the set photos on (laughs) Twitter.com. I Marvel Studios. If you're out there, I'll learn how to how to to cgi if you let me be the guy that edits out the uh the junk and the uh the marvel uh, you can look up the post he's packing and they had the cgi out his 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 stuff yeah well they had to cgi jason derulo's package out of cats but you know (laughs) okay well i mean well in the foes apparently the most gifted man in the world because he has to get cgi'd every time i've seen it Willem Dafoe is out there. He's been in stuff where he's naked. My God. My God. Is he slanging? Man, you're too horny this episode. (laughs) What was the other horny thing I said? You were talking about... Oh, I mean, we cut that part out. We cut that part out. Thank God. I don't know, I don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know until, we don't know until I get into the cutting room, dude. We yeah. don't know. The cutting room's a lawless place. <laughs> no ta- man's land. Kevin takes two bumps of cocaine and starts I hope clipping. my mom doesn't listen to this I episode. Not. <laughs> Let me just... Hold on. Let's just talk about the slander real quick here. I do not take two bumps of cocaine. You take three. No. Okay. No. Zero. <laughs> Don't you take like Adderall? Well, from ADHD, but I'm my man, my man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so we get to whenever Maymore and Sherry are together, we get to Chekhov's bracelet. Yeah, that uh, Everett Ross. No, not that bracelet. Chekhov's bracelet. The one that he gives her that's like a Mesoamerican artifact. Oh, that one. That's made of threads from the... What did the, They didn't even give that plant a name. It just got unceremoniously bashed up in a mortar and pestle and then everybody drank it. The blue plant? Yeah. What the heck was that thing called? Vibranium flower. Yeah, so they, they made it... I can't believe that worked. <laughs> what else am I going to call it? So they... The, they give us Chekhov's bracelet, which is made of threads from the vibranium flowers, David dubbed it. And, uh, that, they just kind of glance over it, and then it becomes a plot point later. Yeah. And then we see Talokan, um, and then... They uh, take it because they're sick. Huh? Are we, are we in the backstory yet? Oh, I just, I just completely skipped over that. Oh, uh, we don't totally skipped it. Basically, they're sick. They take the plant to save them. They wake up. They need to breathe in water, so they go live in water. And then she gives birth to Namor. Yeah, and then he gets his name because some Spanish guy says something. Thing. And then he's but, like, Ah, yeah, child without yep. love. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's in, but in it's Spanish, in some other yeah. language that who understands that? Probably the um, people that speak it. And then, uh, we haven't. We also haven't mentioned that they call him Kukulkan. Kukulkan. Yeah. Which is funny to say. Yeah, it's a very fun name to say. Also, they have some fun names in this. Like Ramunda, daughter of Lumumba. Love <laughs> that name. Yeah. Um, so, we. The, oh, the sun. The, Namor made the sun under the sea. He did. He passed. Pa- wow. 
He harnessed the power of the sun in the palm of his hand. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, really Dr. octopus it, which is pretty yeah. on brand because, you know, octopi. You know what else? That, that sun made of vibranium. Another plus one for the wonder uh, material. <laughs> you can do anything with that stuff. Vibranium makes super plants. Sorry. Singing black yeah, he's on it. Please stop. Vibranium. I, wait, hold on. Wait, I don't know how copyright works. We don't have the right. If they copyright that, I'm going on. <laughs> We're going on tour. Yeah, that, if that's good enough to be like, yeah, are they copying us? And I'm going. So yeah, vibranium can do anything. It can make super plants. It can make the sun. It can... It does, it, it does whatever the plot wants it to. It, it can make, like, force fields. Um, it can make, oh man, holograms. Man, vibranium is some crazy stuff, guys. If you ever get your hands on that, dude, make a ton of money with it. Um, so what the heck happens next? R- Ramunda gets Nakia and is like, hey, oh wait, no, hold on. I skipped over like one of the like craziest parts of the movie. So Angela Basket. Basket. Oh my <laughs> god. Angela Bassett deserves an Oscar. Oh, I was definitely going to be saying that. Oh my god. She, she put every ounce of heart and soul into this role. There, the scene where after Sherry's like missing. And she dismisses the coin. Yeah, yeah. She puts everything she had into that you scene. You felt it. That was raw. Emotion. It was tense. Yes. I was like sinking in my seat. I was like. Please stop yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah, she she deserves a lot for her role. She killed it. Everyone did well, but yeah, she killed it. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> no, I agree. She was I'm very emotional and and uh I felt it too. Um We're losing bread. No, <laughs> I've lost everything. <laughs> you know, I was there. <laughs> Just remember the first fifteen minutes. Um He's back. We got, we got him, boys. We got him back. Score one for the good guys. And then, uh, so so yeah, there's that. Uh, Ramunda goes get goes to get Nakia. Yeah, which Lupita Nyong yeah. reprises the role. She's awesome. Um, something that you guys, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Whenever Ramunda is in Haiti, the little boy that runs up to her first, yep, is her grandson. And oh. I couldn't. You didn't. He didn't notice it. When I saw the kid, they they showed a lot of kids in that scene, but they hung on him for an extra second. And like I told you at the end, I thought they might pull the what we were gonna talk about in the mid credit scene. So when I saw that kid, I'm like, maybe. Yeah, they they really. It wasn't long enough. Make it a point for him to recognize her. Yes. And none of the other kids do. He recognizes her and is like. Oh, you you must want the headmistress, mm-hmm. and they deliberately have him say that, and not my mom. So it's a big surprise at the end. Yeah. So I I definitely picked up on that. Yeah. Um, and then Sadakia saves Shuri and Riri, and then... she has a really powerful line. She says in between there, I'm pretty sure, where she says like something along the lines of like he may have been your Black Panther. Oh, that happens, like... No, that was, like, during that part, right? No, she's talking to Okoye whenever that, whenever she says that. Whenever, once they get back to Wakanda. Are you sure? Uh-huh. 
It's after Okoye has been dismissed. Nakia goes to talk to Okoye. Uh, and Okoye says something like, I'm a civilian now. Why? And then, That's where I thought you were. No, not yet. He's still in Haiti. Yeah, we, we just left Haiti. Oh my god. We just left Haiti. It's like a 10 minute gap. Yeah. Because she rescues Shuri. She rescues Shuri. They get to Wakanda. Brent's falling asleep. How um, do we lose him every time? I don't know. <laughs> we always lose him in the second half. Yeah. Um, And then the battle ensues. And they have these bombs that are crazy. Water grenades. Oh yeah, that was one of my mental notes that I forgot. It was Water grenades are really cool. And I really like that. How do they pack all that water in there? <laughs> I don't know, but that's what makes it cool. Flex seal. <laughs> gotta be. Phil, Phil Swift works for the telecom. It's just a bunch of Orbeez. <laughs> <laughs> the Orbeez. I don't remember the whole, it's just Orbeez. <laughs> the big Orbeez, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they kill the queen. <laughs> they they mess Wakanda up. Yeah, they do. There's like a whole sequence. No, I thought M'Baku died in this one. Oh yeah, whatever he got. Namor Close. just bodied him, and I'm like, that's yeah. it for M'Baku. <laughs> well, so, you know, after, though, when he's like, oh, <laughs> he, like, touches his chest and's like, yeah. checking to make sure he's still alive. Yeah, it was, I thought that was it, but no, they, they, they kill the queen. Oh, I totally forgot about this. You think Wakanda, their ships, people thought that those were UFOs for a really long time? Oh, yeah, probably. Because, like, they're very UFO-like. They have, like, that, like, tractor beam and everything. Yeah, I can see them thinking that. I wonder why, so, back to the You think that though. means that Wakanda's been probing people? You think that means Wakanda's been stealing people's cows? Probably. Do you think they have cows in Wakanda? Not the Jabari, they're vegetarians. Are they? Yeah, they said it in the first movie, said... and then M'Baku was eating a carrot. When he walked in. Well, I, I knew he was eating a carrot when yeah. he walked in that time. Yeah. Huh, good for them. And he calls Akwe a bald, bald-headed demon, which is hilarious. M'Baku is like the funniest character. It's I crazy love... that he was a villain in the last one. He wasn't really a villain. He was, he was like just... a sub-villain, I guess. He, yeah, he was just the antagonist. He was very antagonistic, but very huge. Yeah. Um, but no. Yeah, he messes Wakanda up, kills the queen. And then they lift her body... Up into a tractor beam and a spaceship thing. I don't know if you remember the one of the coldest lines when Namor like looked at Shuri when he killed the queen. Oh, you're the you're it's yeah. your kingdom now or something. Bury like that. the dead, mourn them. You're the queen now or something. That was and then just left, yeah. just fluttered away. <laughs> it was cold. Namor the he he's like a new actor. I think I think he's like an unknown. I haven't actor. seen him in much. Like he and uh, he killed it. They really struck gold with this guy. He, yeah. I'm glad they didn't kill him in this. No, I was so worried they would, because Namor's such a good, like, character. God, I hope he bones Sue Storm, or at least tries. I feel like he'll at least try. I think, I think in some iterations, he absolutely bones Sue Storm. I believe it. I feel bad for whoever plays Mr. Fantastic. I know nothing about Namor. Uh, dude, he is in than, love with Sue I was Storm. waiting for the whole movie for someone to call him the submariner. <laughs> I know, like, he is definitely one of the first, like, Marvel <laughs> characters ever in comics. He's one of, like, the OGs. So it was cool to have him on the screen. But, um, 
Yeah, so after he, like, you know, kills the coin shirt, he's like, that's, that's like it. a montage. Yeah. They, they use Chekhov's bracelet to make the heart, heart-shaped herb again. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... And then she goes to the ancestral plane. Oh, yeah, I was gonna skip that part. You're gonna skip? I did, I'm not on purpose. I just almost did. Oh, no. I'm just bringing it up, because our boy Michael B. Jordan Killmonger was in it. That surprised me. It that surprised me, too. surprised me, too. I, I didn't... I almost feel like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But, like, you know, like... They were, like, in the writer's room. So, like, how are we gonna make it so that she doesn't see T'Challa in the in the mm-hmm. spirit realm? They could have done Ramonda. But, like, it, it, it wouldn't have been as impactful it's, as at the end. It's probably just... I saw something that, I mean, explain it to her, I'm like, whatever, where, like, at the time she had revenge on her mind, so mm-hmm. out of the ancestral plane, Killmonger would be the one that, like, would be manifested out of her feelings. Yeah. Which I'll accept. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But Killmonger's honestly, part of me when I first, you know, when the passing of Chadwick happened and everyone's like, who's going to be Black Panther? I'm like, they could find a way to bring Michael B. Jordan back to be Black Panther or something like that, which so, I would have been in favor of because I love Michael B. Jordan. But when, it, when If we're talking about that, I think one of the biggest missteps of this movie is not having multiple Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. I think that Especially because Shuri's character is very against tradition. She she hates tradition. That's like her character arc in this. She hates tradition, but she has to like learn to like follow it or something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not her whole character arc, but that's like part of her character arc. And why would a character who scoffs in the face of tradition not be like, well, these guys have like a whole race of people that are superpowered by uh plant similar to the heart shaper why don't i just get all the people that i trust and give them superpowers yeah they can literally print heart shaped herbs yeah i mean this will probably come into like play eventually i, I certainly hope so i want to see mbaku is like a giant superpowered just man. a yoked black panther yeah he's huge i i hope it's sleeveless <laughs> <laughs> i think that's where the end of this movie is leading huh you think well, at the end of the movie, he, not to like fast forward, but like the very end of the movie, he's challenging to be king. Yeah, and, we, and you and I have argued about this for, for a couple if days. It's, if it's the way you say it is, then... The king is Black Panther. Then he'll become Black Panther. But does that mean Shuri will be stripped of her powers? How do you strip someone of the heart shape? They, they did it, it in the first one. You oh, just they, take it again. I'm pretty sure that's how they did it. Is like they had him take it a second time and he lost his powers. Huh. Yeah. Before the fight with Mbaku and Killmonger. Yeah, because dementia. So. <laughs> if you know, like it wouldn't be a very fair fight if uh, he had superpowers <laughs> and were fighting Mbaku. Mbaku be dead. That plant is OP as heck. It made Shuri as strong as Mbaku. You sure it's so squeaky. I apologize, listeners. Oh no. It's been squeaking this whole time. Every time I move even a little bit, it squeaks. And I'm a non-comfy person. I'm a constantly got to, like... You want the couch? No, it's okay. Okay. You know how much rustling that would make? Probably a lot. I think it, you know, like, from sitting here, you know... I'm going to have to edit out all those squeaks. I didn't even notice them. Oh, (laughs) they've been really bad. It wasn't even paying attention. It's like 30, 40 minutes of squeaking. (laughs) This episode's gonna be fun. 
you know, little project you do. We've given you the worst thing, haven't we? Well, hold on. Let's let's just uh, speed this baby up. Um, <laughs> there's a montage showing the Black Panther now. They, there's like a brief arm wrestle. She absolutely sits and Baku down. Is like you're gonna help me, and then uh, they, for some reason, and all their infinite wisdom, go out on a boat into the middle of the ocean. Yeah, no. Why would they get on a boat? Because <laughs> they can't swim. Why wouldn't they use a hovercraft? I don't know, man. Also, they just have boats. Why do they have boats? <laughs> they have like a USS carrier, basically. Why do they have that? Don't know. I feel like with the magic material that is vibranium, they could have vehicles of any kind. Why do they have a boat? That's that's my biggest question. That's I think actually my biggest question from this entire movie is why do they have a, a boat? Final battle. It's just like strategically, you know, these guys are like water guys. Yeah, but like hover like, above the water. How are you gonna come to the guy that's in the water without a boat? Hover above it. They didn't have a hovercraft big enough. You're telling me they couldn't make hovercraft big enough, but they just had a boat lying around. Yeah, I've never seen a Wakandan boat until this movie. You, you want a whole Wakandan hell carrier? Yes. Yeah. Actually, you just made them having a boat that doesn't fly make less sense. They have, they're like the world experts on hovercraft, and they don't have a hovering boat, and the United States government had one. I see where you're coming from. Right. <laughs> but we can't wreck the movie, so we're going to have to roll with them having a boat. So uh, they trap Namor in a, in a UFO with, that's sucking the moisture out of him. Yeah. It's giving him the suck. So he's getting hyperthermia. I don't think I don't know what he's getting here. Oh my god, not this again! <laughs> I, that wasn't even a joke callback. Like, I mean, that's essentially what they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah, they're dehydrating mm-hmm. the heck out of him. They're treating him like jerky, and they're hungry. And that weakens him. Yeah, and um, so then he starts stabbing at the boat. Not the boat, UFO. The UFO, which crashes it. So we have our one and one on one with Black Panther, Sherry, and Namor. And then he stabs her right through the gut. That was crazy. And I, for a brief second, I'm like, they are killing Sherry because she, <laughs> she was like, oh, I thought it was gonna be because of like you know off the screen stuff where she was yeah. like, ah, so they get the vaccine. And I'm like, fine, yeah. we're gonna bring you back, but we're gonna kill you. Yeah. Which would have made it way easier for them to make Mbaku the Black Panther. <laughs> um. But yeah, she gets stabbed. Everyone's losing on the boat right now. Um, the yeah. Talakonians are, like, you know, overtaking them and stuff. Yeah, and then she just snaps the thing off and then does a backflip. Cuts a wing off. Oh, she like, yeah, she, like, rips yeah. one of his wings off. And then, like, activates the thrusters, which just fries. She Nate. blows it up. She, she blows it up. Okay, it just yeah. blows up on him. Which fries his back. My man's looking like a side piece at a Long John Silver's now. Just... Golden ground. And then she gets over with the spear and it's like, yield! Well, actually, okay, I skipped over another, like, big part. They have, like, this, like, like, montage where she's realizing how similar their societies are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, like, the hand things, which, crazy that a month after Black Adam came out, they made a knockoff Wakanda with a knockoff, like, hand symbol. Marvel stole... Atlantis, and we're like, oh yeah, you're gonna take our hand symbol? Well, we made another one. And then they have the clam hands. 
That is the best way to describe it, actually, is clam hands. They're, they're like doing the Kamehameha. <laughs> I like clam hands. I like the clam hands, too. Um, so they, they're showing how similar their societies are, how similar Ramunda and... His mother. Namor's mother are... They're showing how, basically, Shuri could be like Namor. Like, they're like the same, almost. But they're, this is where they clearly diverge. Where Ramonda like appears in a vision to Shuri is like, show them who you really are, and then she's like, yield. She spares. Yeah, she spares him. And they roll up, and they're like, yo, Wakandans, quit it. And then and Namor's well, like, Namor's like, Talokan, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when your pants show up and everyone's fighting, like, hey. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Christmas Day, all the cousins are like doing a WWE match downstairs, and all the adults are like, What are you guys doing? We're heading home. We gotta go. You got your presents. Get your shoes on. Yeah, what are we? It's, we need to beat the weather. Where are your jackets? Yeah, come on. Guys, were you raised in a barn? You weren't. And so they collect their, you know, little tykes and go back to their respective homes. And Namor completely m- misunderstood the whole situation there. 100%. I don't know what in his right Typical mind... Typical man. Truly. Oh. What in his right mind made him think that Shuri doesn't have any allies? Maybe political allies? She's like an Avenger, essentially. She isn't... She <laughs> fought side by side with the Avengers. When saving the universe. <laughs> he must be living under the sea or something. Because he just has no clue what's going no. on. <laughs> <laughs> him and Spongebob are neighbors and then upstairs everyone's fighting Thanos I just what do you think Namor's explanation he was just painting yeah painter yeah. Yeah. his explanation for not fighting Thanos no, he didn't know. no you know I wonder what his explanation for half of his civilization disappearing was what the f- <laughs> what was that <laughs> that's odd anyways clam hands like the sun. <laughs> I feel like he poked his head above water. He's like, yeah, everything's still here. Alright. I guess they left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like, doesn't see anyone for a while. He just doesn't check it. He went to bed and then he woke up and everyone was gone. <laughs> Half of his old civilization. They're all tallow gone. <sighs> no. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> <weird>. Yeah. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> um, but he also states where he's like, he's basically also kind of using the Wakandans when he needs an ally to take off. When the surface world turns against Wakanda, they're an ally now. Yeah, but like, that's also stupid. Don't he, you know, think, he's very misinformed. Don't you think the Avengers are going to be like, hey guys, this is dumb. Why are you fighting Wakanda? This fish guy with the wing ankles are up to no good. And Sher's like, you're probably right. Well, no, like, even like, why wouldn't the Avengers be like, Hey, governments of the world, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Once again, the government's the bad people. Why are the government the way they are in these movies? Like, why what? is the government the way it is in real life? It's just, it, That's why. It's just like, it just doesn't make any sense. Have you ever looked at an action that any of the governments of any of the world countries make and go, yep, that makes perfect sense, because I haven't. Well, I don't know. In the Will Smith Independence Day, the president hopped in a fighter and like helped him beat the aliens. Okay. That was pretty. That's that was pretty sensible. Name yeah, me oh, any yeah, president right. in the last ten years that would have done that. 
Barack Obama. Uh, probably like Eisenhower floored. In the last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we haven't had a military. Oh, wait, 10 years. I feel like yeah, Obama. Obama, Obama probably Obama. jumped in a fight. Or... I don't think so. I think so. If aliens were here, he'd be like, oh, like... let me out. And then, yeah. No. I, I would. I don't. He might he not said... have been flying, but he might have been like a wingman. I don't know, man. President Barack Obama, if you're listening, please drop a comment. Please <laughs> drop a comment. <laughs> Let us know. Um, I'd love to know if you would have hopped into a fighter jet amid an alien invasion. And don't lie. Like, that's yeah. not true. I mean, we're not, yeah. what are we going to do? Be like, oh, you're lame now? No. We, you know, I, he's one of my favorite presidents. Dude, he's got a sick jump shot, man. He's unbeatable in basketball. Like, I could. <laughs> man, you really, what? that was a weird place to land on. <laughs> what do you mean? On the court? Dude, Eli was great. Old Barry. So Nakia has a kid. Oh yeah, we're in the mid credits scene now. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay, yeah. Uh, the movie ends and Sherry's all sad and she's got her ceremonial dress to burn from the funeral and uh, so sad about it. And then the movie kind of ends. And it's like, oh, okay. It doesn't kind. It does end. It doesn't kind of end. It. Well, ends. it kind of ends. It ends. She's she's in Haiti talking to Nakia before she burns it. And then she's like, I'm going to do this by myself. And then... Also, don't know if you noticed, the front license plate on Sherry's truck was CB for Chadwick Boseman and then his birth date. Oh, didn't notice that. That was a nice little, like, yeah. They love their license plates. License plates are, like, the main form of Easter egg in the MCU. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, the only form, Mm -hmm. really. Yeah, but yeah, then the credits hit, and then we get to our only after credits scene. We only have one. And it was a, kind of a sad one. I, I cried. I was not ready for it. Uh, so they, they revealed that King T'Challa and Nakia had a baby. And his name is Prince T'Challa. Mm-hmm. The second or whatever. Son of T'Challa. Yeah. Son of King T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it uh, was, it was very, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was super touching. As I touched on earlier, I like. Was wondering if they would take that route where they, you know, tried to carry on the legacy of King T'Challa with a son. And um, they did, of course. But yeah, I think it's a very... They are, like, low-key in the MCU building up a young Avengers team. Yeah. With all the kiddos coming in. Yeah, but he's, like, really young to be a young Avenger. Oh, yeah. I think Shuri is probably going to be... I was talking, like, you know, like, Wanda's kids. Like, they'll eventually bring in Speed and Wiccan. Um, I think that they're going to age them up if they do Young Avengers. Because, mm-hmm. I, I, like, they're not even, like, real. I don't know. I feel like if a child... <laughs> I feel like if a child took the heart-shaped herb, I mean, even as a kid, he'd be like, yeah. He could, like, probably beat some people up. I just... I think that, like, he's significantly younger than New Hawkeye... Yeah, and then, I agree. But, I mean, and stature, she's also mm-hmm. much older than him. But they're those characters are kind of in the Shuri age yeah. range. I bet Shuri, they're setting up Shuri to be in the Young Avengers. Yeah, and then there's the the new Falcon. Yeah, the, but they they didn't they didn't really set they set him up. But it's the guy that's talking to uh, Captain America now. At the beginning of Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's in it throughout. He's like yeah. his little sidekick. He's mm-hmm. a and, and it's Latino like, guy. Oh. And he, he busts the wings and then like yeah. the Wakandans give him new wings. And then at the end he's like, you can keep those wings. And then he like fixes them. It's assumed that he's going to. Gosh, you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to, there's going to be a new Falcon. 
And, you know, I, I think they have a good roster being built up mm-hmm. right now. Riri Williams, you know? Yeah, she could, she'll she definitely be like the like new Iron Man, mini Iron Man. I person. hope they don't stick with that suit. That suit was kind of whack. All of the main Avengers from the original, all of the main roster has a female counterpart now. Yeah. Including Black Widow. Including Black Widow. She has her own female counterpart. Which took them long enough, you know? Honestly. Uh, overall, I liked it. I've had a... Uh, She-Hulk put a pretty nasty taste in my mouth for Marvel. It really... It was just so... It was below me. It was just bad. And I didn't like it. I can understand if you do like it. All, I'm happy you enjoyed it. I personally did not. And personally, I haven't really liked much of what they put out lately. Overall, there's parts here and there that I enjoyed, but overall, it's overall products I haven't really enjoyed it. So this, I overall enjoyed the whole movie, and I'm very happy so. And I hope they, I hope that the next theatrical release, Quantumania, uh, keeps that trend, which it should. How many snails would you give this? Oh my goodness, I would get this a solid eight point seven snails. Ooh, I was I really liked it. That's unprecedented on the snail scale. Yeah, I think I would give it nine Mesoamerican bracelets. Nine Mesoamerican bracelets. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Oh man, I've been. What am I gonna rate it? (laughs) (laughs) We took the good one. You did. I mean, I know snails is untouchable. Oh my gosh, what? Gosh, come back to me. Come back to me. (laughs) (laughs) what did you throw i think i knocked my wallet down Uh you're holding some serious chunk change in in fact good lord (laughs) that was not a heavy wallet (laughs) (laughs) that was just my bike what's happening everything's falling wrecking everything <laughs> Did that give you enough time? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, yeah, Man, we were, we really tried for him. Oh folks. my god! <laughs> we threw everything we could at the floor, and it didn't it didn't drug me. <laughs> um, uh, what do I want to think about? Um, ooh, I know. What were you doing? I'm gonna. I would. I know. I would give it. <laughs> I'd give it 8.7. I'd have to agree with you. 8.7 clam hands. Nice. I was doing water bombs. Water bo- I was thinking water bombs. I remember clam hands. It just feels clam. like an 8.7, doesn't it? It does. It's a very safe... Because like, it was not perfect by any means. But like, I don't know if it's also just because um, Marvel's, like I said, had some pretty big stinkers recently. Mm-hmm. And like 9 is damn near masterpiece. And it wasn't that close to no. me. No. But it was good. It was good. It was solid. It was a solid movie. It was yeah. almost a nine. It was almost, almost. a nine. I thought. It, I think. I, I think I gave it a nine because I think that given the fact that they had to, they had to gut that movie and rewrite it. It was a very the second half. I feel was their actual ending, but they had to like make well, a whole no, new movie you, to get to it. Did you hear? Um, Ryan Coogler mm-hmm. uh, came out and said that the uh, it was a whole different movie uh-huh. and that uh, it was about. Um, T'Challa deal. It was still about grief because he was dealing with the loss of time. How he had lost Ooh. all that time, and uh, how he was no longer the he couldn't rule for the people. Uh, which he, he was the the leader of this kingdom, and he left them for five years. 
which correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think any other movie really tackled the whole loss of time kind of like aspect of it. They briefly, briefly, briefly touch upon it in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they, Spider-Man talk, talks yeah. about it, but not like in a grief standpoint. Um, they talk about it with... Uh, uh, no, they do with Yelena. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye himself even. I didn't see They it. touch on it because he doesn't lose time, but he loses his family for all that mm-hmm. time. Which, like... But you see, you see Yelena in the bathroom mm-hmm. as it happens, and you see kind of her like in the moment, actually dealing with that and yeah. dealing with the news. WandaVision like, with uh, Monica Rambeau also same kind. So of yeah, they really t- they actually kind of touched but on this, a lot of yeah. times, but like but very briefly. WandaVision mm-hmm. that would have been the first one centered around that. Oh group, yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Which that would have been yeah that would have been super interesting, but of course I mean. Um. But yeah, so given that they had to completely gut the movie. I thought that this was a very touching, Mm -hmm. very beautiful story. I think that they handled Chadwick Boseman's passing very well. I thought that the way that they kind of tied the two civilizations together and made them, like, very similar with the intention of making Shuri realize that, hey, it's not his people that are the problem. It's him. Yeah. Um, And we have to do better for our people. Um, that kind of thing. I thought that the whole, like, even the, the, the grief aspect on her part, where she was grieving the loss of her, her brother and then her mother, her father's gone, you know, and how that can make a person angry, it can make them bitter, and she takes that and she turns it into something mm-hmm. good. I think that, that, that's why I gave it a nine. I think that it was a very good telling of a story of someone who's grieving a loss and going through these various stages. Yeah. And then to stack another loss on top of that and handle it well, I think that they really stuck the landing on this one. Yeah, I agree. Oh boy, I think that was Black Panther. Yeah. Wakanda Forever. This episode was a mess. But I love it. We, you know, we regained it toward the end. We did. We got our steam back. We reeled her back in. Listen, anyone that listens to this, they're starting to see more and more of our personalities and how chaotic. This episode is the personality episode. You start kind of getting a feel of who we are, and man, I'm sorry for it. Um, You either love it or you hate it. I hate it. I personally am going to enjoy listening back to this episode. (laughs) That's right. We listen to our own stuff. We're narcissistic like that. I'm not as narcissistic. Okay, well, I am. I like you guys. You guys are my buds, and I think you're funny, and I have dementia, so sometimes I want to listen back to the things we talk about to to remember, to reminisce about the good old days (laughs) of last week. Every time you you talk, I'm sad about that. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to my life. You guys are great. I have to listen to this so many times on editing. I just can't bring myself to listen to it myself after. Yeah, but fair enough. Well. To help you out on editing, we won't go any longer. So, I'm David. I'm Brent. And I'm Kevin, and this is The Plotline. And once again, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, and Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman and Kevin Conroy. We'll see you next week.